JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Yesterday, Jules, I had a cracking time. Yeah. Went down to Nielsen Park Beach. <gasps> so did I. Oh, I didn't see you. Oh, what time did you go? I went uh, oh, a bit early, about 11.30. Ah, uh, I was there about four. 11.30 till about- We're avoiding each other. One o'clock, yeah. I, mm. I keep an eye on your schedule, <laughs> and I went, I'm dodging that. But yep. of course, a great, great Australian bites down there at Nielsen Park. Uh, what a fantastic event. Oh, live music, food. There was even some like old school candies and stuff. There was the candy shop. Mm. I didn't do it, but I seen you did. You <laughs> cheeky devil. You refrained. Oh, I refrained. No, I didn't refrain. I just forgot my wallet. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we went down. <laughs> but we decided to go down and have a bit of a dip. Uh, Jess and I normally like to go down to Nielsen's for a swim pretty often. Yeah, and, it's beautiful. Um, it was particularly busy yesterday. No real surprise being the public holiday. There was plenty of people down there, plenty of families, plenty of kids all enjoying themso- themselves. Yeah. Uh, and Jess and I were sort of, you find your spot when you're out in the ocean. So yes. we went for a swim. We found our sort of spots that were kind of separate to most other people mm-hmm. out a little bit deeper. But there was a group of kids that kept on encroaching on our space. Oh, you would have hated that. It, well, it was a little, yes, I did. I hated it. <laughs> like, can you not swim between the flags? Just go away so that I can have more space. Yeah, just go out in the surf area. I don't care. But no, <laughs> it was annoying in particular because these kids were playing a game that's normally done in a pool. Mm-hmm. They were playing Marco Polo. Ah, oh, classic pool in game. In the ocean. Classic pool game, mm-hmm. right? And I learnt yesterday there's a very good reason why it's a pool game, not a sea game. So these kids are swimming around. They're swimming into us. They're swimming into everyone else because, of course, Marco Polo. Your eyes are closed. The person who's saying Marco have their eyes closed. <laughs> so they swim around going Marco, and whoever's running around has to say Polo. I'm standing there. There's this kid just, Marco, Marco, nearly headbutting my wife. <laughs> Get out of here, you kid. Um, and it's still, it was doing my head in for a little while. Yep. And then suddenly, um, out of nowhere, it was like this freak wave oh. just built up. I look out towards the ocean and I'm like, that is a big kahuna. And you were thinking, I'm not going to give this kid a heads up because he's no been annoying way, me all afternoon. No way in hell. I look over, this wave hits the kid with their eyes closed, <laughs> takes out the rest of the Marco Polo game, and they are all knocked for an absolute six. And one's gone all the way into shore because they're sitting on a little floaty. And um, yes, maybe I should have helped. Maybe I should have been concerned. But you know what? Life lessons. For anyone else who doesn't know, do not play Marco Polo at the beach. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Just when you thought that the aviation industry had been through enough, just when we had a pandemic, now we might have to say goodbye to flying forever because a stupid, stupid invention has come to the airline industry. Okay. What's, um, you, you really worked I'm up a bit. I really worked up. And, JB, I just want to talk you through this invention that may or may not come to Qantas Link at Bundaberg Airport and make you stop getting on flights forever. Well, do you think, honestly, this invention is that bad that it will stop people mm-hmm. actually catching a flight? Yep. I'm already calling BS and I'm already saying you're dramatic, but all, right. all ears, tell me what's this big crazy change? Do you remember when we were on the Lady Musgrave boat and we were going out to the island? Yeah, it was a delightful time. It was amazing. And we were up in like the VIP section yep. and there was these four-seater areas. So you've got two seats facing one direction Yeah. you've got another two seats facing the other direction. Yeah, so you can have a chinwag with each other. And we had a little bit of leg room, right? Yeah. Well, imagine that configuration, two people facing one way, two people facing the other. Yeah. But nice and tight like you have a plane for that legroom. 
Okay. A four what do you mean, like seater. you have a plane for that? So bit? it's essentially a four-seater that they have designed. Uh, this German company, the Heinkel Group, has come out with this four-seater design to get people more interacting on airplanes. Right. So on an airplane, instead of because... All well, facing the one direction. General line, you're all facing forward. So now it would have half facing forward, half facing back, mm-hmm. like you'd see quite often on trains. Yes, and, trains. Yeah. Well, I... I don't hate it. You don't hate it? Are you kidding me? Let's talk through the logistics of it. So, first of all, where is your little tray table? You haven't got any of that. No. So, you you can't have a little snack on the plane. Have you ever sat on the exit row? Uh, I have, yeah. They slot down in your in your seat? Well, this German company hasn't come out with any of that. Are you sure that they don't have it? So you're going to say right now this company hasn't thought of a tray table? It appears that they haven't thought of a tray table. I guarantee table. they have and you just haven't read it. What if you want to fall asleep on a flight? What if you want to go for a nice long flight and you're getting a little bit drowsy? Close your eyes. You close your eyes and you've got someone right in front of you staring at you while you're trying to nod off. No, do you know what, you, no, what you would do mm-hmm. is if you're flying with a partner, instead of sitting next to each other, you would sit opposite opposite each other so you can spread your legs out both and intertwine a little bit more so sure. you're you're not afraid to have your feet under their legs and so i think that's well fantastic. you solved that problem i'm often flying with my okay. wife so that's awesome i think that's great this we can have one. a chin wag front and center we can maybe play board games looking at each other battleships looking straight across at each other oh looking lovingly into each other's eyes How as you're that? newly married okay well this one this one has got to be an absolute barrier for you wanting to fly ever again jb what about the movies? What about watching something on your iPad? No, you can't do that because there's no screen in front of you. So what are you going to do? Act out charades in front of each other and do that for five hours on the so, flight. So, like, let me just recap what you just said. Mm-hmm. What about watching movies on your iPad because there's no screen in front of you? You carry your iPad on with you yep. or your phone on with you and sit it on the tray table that is guaranteed to pull out from the side. So what I've learnt right now Congratulations, is JB German company. is an investor in I this company. I cannot wait to fly with you. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Yeah, the average person is wasting $95 worth of vouchers. It's- it turns out Finder website found that uh, we tend to sit on some vouchers and forget about them. And we're talking about the biggest gift card that you've wasted. Yeah, I can't believe that this is the number, $95 per person. What was the total figure that Australians oh, haven't spent? It hurts. $2 billion. $2 billion in unused gift vouchers in, are out there. In donations to retailers, in essentially. Australia. That's messed up in all sorts of ways. But we wanted to know if you had some big ones that went to waste. Yes. And uh, the phones have lit up on 13353. Hello, who have we got there? Uh, Daisy. Daisy, how's your day looking? Yeah, not too bad, a bit rainy. That's right. Yeah, it is a bit wet at <laughs> the moment. It is. So make sure you're flicking your lights on anyone driving around. Hey, Daisy, what is the biggest gift card you've wasted? So it wasn't me personally, mm-hmm. but um, my sister wasted a $100 uh, beauty voucher. Oh. What was her excuse? <laughs> yeah. Um, she didn't book in and then forgot she had it. No. By the time she'd found it, uh, it had said expired. However, about, you know, a couple of weeks later when she told me about it, I had rung the place and I was like, hey, look, this is what's happened. And they're like, yeah, no, we'll honour it. Don't worry about it. It's only oh, a little bit expired. Lovely. She's thrown it away. No. <laughs> you just trying to do a good thing by your sister. Oh. So she'd spent yeah. the money and yeah. then thrown the voucher out. It's so well, she was like, it's expired. 
Don't worry about it. Oh, and some of those beauty places are, you know, in high demand. It's really hard to get a booking sometimes. So, it is. So I think because she couldn't get in like the first time that she wanted to and then she was like, well, I want to do it for something special. You know, I don't want to waste a hundred dollar voucher. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was kind so of... So did you say, was this voucher a gift for her or did she get it herself? It was a gift. For, from who? <laughs> Uh, from from uh, no, from a certain sister, and that's why she's stitching her up on the radio. <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Now, Jules, something that I think Bundaberg um, needs to scream from the rooftops, and I think Bundaberg as a place should be so bloody proud of is just how many. Uh, small businesses mm-hmm. and mum and dad type businesses have just gotten hugely successful. Not, oh, it's not just amazing. across Bundy, but across Australia, across the world. Yeah, it's so cool. And I love hearing about people say, oh, Bundaberg, oh, yeah. And then they hear the origin stories and yeah. it's just incredible. Well, the things like 25% of Australia's fruit and veg right here in our region. Uh, nice. Know, obvious Bundy rum, uh, obviously Bundaberg brew drinks, Kalki yes. Moon. Oh, my God. They're all over the ashes. You the see the list, advertising there? Yeah, the list goes on and it's something to be super proud of. It's something that is not very common. So love supporting these mum and dad type businesses because uh, I tell you what, we make great products mm-hmm. here in Bundaberg and um, it, it continues for this new product of barbecue rubs. Okay. Now, would you have ever used a barbecue rub before? Oh, maybe my dad would have. So something that's pretty popular. I know a lot of a lot of people I know were smoking meat on Australia Day, but yep. when you use your meat smokers, you might get, say, a brisket or whatever. Um, you coat that brisket in a barbecue rub to start with. Yep. It's what helps flavour the Gets meat. Gets all flavours Yeah, and you juicy. can do it with all sorts of meats. Hmm. The main one would be... Like a marinade. Yeah, it's a dry rub. So okay. you rub it on and then later on you put your sticky marinades and stuff mm-hmm. on. So... I guess in a way it's like your salt and pepper mm-hmm. at the start of it. And um, barbecue rubs have really been expanding over the years to the point where now there's a new business that formed late last year. Uh, between It's a collaboration between a couple of people here in Bundaberg. Okay, a bit of teamwork. Yeah, known as Bundaberg Barbecue Rubs. Now, these things, they have a whole heap of flavors. You can use it on all your different meats, however you want to use it. Uh, the world is your oyster. But I did notice something that did catch my eye on the big press release about, okay. about Bundaberg Barbecue rubs, which yep. um, I found great. Their rubs are all gluten-free, awesome, Yum. tick, preservative-free, mm-hmm. tick, mm-hmm. additive-free, great, mm. MSG-free, healthy, soy and dairy-free, great. and get this, they are vegan-friendly. Okay. I love a good so, bit of vegan-friendly yes. rub to put on a big slab of beef. <laughs> it's a little bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit of an oxymoron until someone pointed out to me yeah. they can also be used as chip seasoning. <gasps> oh, well, that's a game changer. Yep, potatoes, plenty of potatoes Yum. killed in this story, but all the animals. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. I promised myself I would make your head explode, JB. Yeah. And I want to live up to that promise. Well, the pressure's on, mate. It is. It'll take a bit. Well, the Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she's come up with some new rules for us Queenslanders. Okay, you're not... not Pumping me up quite yet. No, no. <laughs> you're not getting me excited. Well, How can you say you're going to make my head explode and then say politics? Mm, not going to Sometimes work. our friend Anna, she jumps on her Facebook page and she, she makes some announcements. Mm. And sometimes you think, 
oh, yeah, she's just doing her political thing. And then other times she's changing your life for the better. And this is exactly (laughs) what she did the other day. She jumped on her Facebook page and she uh, changed the definition of who is deemed an essential worker. Right. So what was the previous definition? Well, you can imagine it's like healthcare, essential retail, manufacturing, teachers, people that essentially are the front line, right? Basically, essential workers were classed as people who couldn't continue doing their job from home. Mm, Exactly. And it comes with, you know, uh, certain rules for when they can return to go to work, if they've uh, had COVID or they have symptoms. So a bit more guidelines or framework around that. But I was surprised to learn that aged care and disability workers weren't already in the definition. So aged care and disability weren't classed as essential workers. Until a couple of days ago. Oh, that's ridiculous. But there was a couple of industries that really surprised me in this list. So I printed out her Facebook post. Okay. I want you to read who was in there. Who? So is this a list of new essential workers? Mm-hmm. These are... so. This is what the post says word for word. Queensland's definition of a critically essential worker will be expanded to include the aged care, Mm -hmm. good, disability, support, good, beverage. (laughs) Can you believe it? Beverage. But wait, there's more. Media. That's us. Telecommunication <laughs> and broadcasting industries. That's also GB, us. JB, we are essential workers, mate. But Can you believe what, that? What do they mean by beverage? Now, this is what I thought would really uh, yeah, get you excited because I thought now is the opportunity that not only do we have beverage staff behind the bar being able to pour you a drink, but we, the essential workers, can go and rock up to the bowls club and ask for a drink. Oh, I love this. Mm. How good. Thank you. Consider my mind. Absolutely blown, Jules. Congratulations. I mean, technically, I did look on the Queensland government website and it said it's to do with, you know, supply chain, distribution staff of beverages, and it's not the people pouring the beers, but I'll take that definition anyway. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. We always can see the updates in uh, different write-ups around town of the latest court hearings. Ah, oh, yes, you know Bundy Magistrates public? Court. Yeah, yep. it's all public knowledge. And um, a story really caught my eye this morning because of a pathetic excuse that this alleged criminal has made to adjourn their court case. What have they tried to use now? Now, get this. A man who allegedly killed a cat with the intention of causing severe suffering has asked for a little more time in the Bundaberg Magistrates Court. No, he doesn't deserve it. No, exactly. Well, get this. He um, applied for legal aid back in September 9, and he had been struggling to organise legal representation. So it's a part of the justice system that each person gets represented. They're allowed to be, yeah. Yeah, and if they can't afford that, they can go through legal aid, which helps support them financially so Mm -hmm. they can get the the right support. But um, what had happened is it it had been adjourned, and then the when when this criminal's gone in there, I'm not even going to say their name because... They don't deserve it. Don't deserve the airtime. Anyone who does this, we've spoken about this off air before as well, Jules, about... There's criminals out there and um, don't condone any sort of criminal activity. Yeah. Um, there's people who have done robberies out of desperation. There's people who have who've done uh, awful things, tax evasion, things like that, out of desperation and greed. But for You someone, understand where they've sort for, of got to that point. Yeah, I guess it's out of desperation. Not that we're excusing the behaviour. Exactly right. But for someone to do severe suffering to kill an innocent animal. To inflict that pain on a poor animal. It says something about you, 
deep oh, into your brain. They and need psychological help. But get this. This is this guy's excuse as to why he's struggling to finish the legal aid process. He said, and I quote, at the moment, I'm struggling to find a printer. A printer. I say this to you, young man. If you're struggling to find a printer, I'm more than happy to print out every bit of paperwork you need. I'll pay for every piece of paper, every bit of ink, every bit of power that's required in that printer to ensure you have everything you need to ensure that you can go through the full legal process because I'm happy to help you out since you're struggling so much. Well said, JB. (sighs) What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Ah, COVID, vaccines and side Boo. effects. Yeah, it's Boo. what everyone's been talking about lately. I don't care. Boo. I'm sick of it. Well, this one you might actually be interested in. Okay. Because there's a new side effect from the Pfizer jab right. that is getting half the population very excited and the other half of the population not so excited. Right. Okay. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> I'm thinking it's breast related. I think you might be on the money. So a little while ago, there was the Pfizer uh, boob job. Yeah, there was a theory getting around that if you got the Pfizer jab, it made some women's breasts enlarge. Yep, um, causing swollen. Causing great concern for the female community. Yes, and saying a lot of pain. Like, How am I going to fit into bras? I'm in physical pain. And then... <laughs> There's the other the the other side of the equation where blokes are going. We Don't like, wear it. Oh, boobs, we like them. Oh, <laughs> That's no. about it. Well, uh, this may just continue for you because uh, newsflash from a social media influencer by the name of Whipper Snipper <laughs> has uh, reported that uh, her headlights are now always on. So everyone's been pointing out to me that in all my videos you can see my headlights. My headlights are on, your headlights are on. I can see thingies. Yes, I know. I can't help it. And I'm trying to work out why that's happening, especially on a 40-degree day. And I've worked out that I had the double vaccination and I had Pfizer. Now, ever since then, my headlights have been on. 40-degree days, headlights on. Walking around the supermarket, headlights on. Laying in front of a heater, headlights on. Has anyone else had this problem because of the double vaccination, or am I the only person that's just stuck with their high beams on all fucking time? Right, I don't know who that is. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like someone who seems to have a bit of a problem. That but sounds why, horrible. But if she's noticed this in photos and videos, why is she sharing them with people if she's so self conscious about it? Well, obviously she's not that self conscious. She seems pretty stoked to be talking about <laughs> it. I don't think she's seeing it as a bad thing. Um, I can't vouch for it. Do you? Yeah, I thought you might say that because imagine the girl. I feel weird girl... asking about you. About you. I didn't have that side effect. Okay. I don't know if anyone else in Bundy has had that, but imagine her partner. Oh, hey, baby. I think uh, you want to try and tell me something. No, mate. I've just had the jab. <laughs> That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from six to nine a.m. on Triple M Bundy, or subscribe here to get all the best bits.